Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And here on Pod Me If You Can, sometimes we like to look at upcoming films. We've done a couple of these now, and we've uncovered such gems as Gravity. Um, we looked at Zero Dark Thirty before it even had a title. Um, Monuments Men is one we're still waiting for. I'm still personally waiting for X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, this is... The Prometheus was one of the ones Lloyd was looking forward to. This is kind of our own little podcast way of finding out what podcasts we might be doing in the next year. So as well as um, us getting hyped up by whatever particular thing about these films we find interesting, um, this is our way of just passing on that information to each other as well. We bring five films to the table each. That's how we've been doing it. And... uh, you know, hopefully that film comes out in the next 12 months before we do another one of these. Um, we've been doing this podcast now for a couple of years. Yeah. So I think we've done two or three of these upcoming films, films we've been looking forward to. And uh, it's always an enjoyable time because, you know, you get to kind of get a glimpse into what the next year of Pod Me If You Can might be like. Um, Lloyd, I might kick off with the first one. Yeah, sure. And obviously just a heads up, if people haven't heard of these films... There may be elements that are spoilery, but it's unlikely because we don't have all the information. Some of these are in development. Some of them, of course, uh, the cast changes and things like that. And, you know, you you can't possibly know how it's going to wind up. The first one is a really obvious one. I'm going to talk Interstellar. Now, this is Christopher Nolan's next film following the Batman trilogy. You know, the Dark Knight. Uh, the rises. guy cannot miss. He keeps coming out with success after success. Well, this one is about wormholes and the gravity field theories of a physicist named Kip Thorne. And um, the script, of course, is done by Jonathan Nolan, who did The Prestige, who worked on Memento, which is one of my favorite films. It's That's his brother? It's his brother. Yeah, Jonathan he worked, worked in The Dark Knight and... Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I think um, I heard a podcast with him. Yeah. Okay. Right. Maybe he's a little more accessible than Christopher Nolan yeah. is. Um, the cast of this is particularly interesting, and it's there's a lot of people that Christopher Nolan has worked with before. Uh, this might seem a really obvious film for people, you know, looking forward to it. But November uh, 2014 is the current slated date. We might get it for Boxing Day in Australia or something like that. I'm not sure if it'll be a worldwide release. We haven't seen uh, many images or trailers from this. Really what we have is a brief description, lots of speculation, and a definite cast. So um, Christopher Nolan directs. We've got Anne Hathaway, obviously worked before with Christopher Nolan as Catwoman. We've got Casey Affleck. Uh, We have Ellen Burstyn, uh, Jessica Chastain. We've discussed her in The Tree of Life, for example, our very first podcast. John Lithgow is going to be in this, Third Rock from the Sun. Famously, he had the best season of Dexter, if, uh, I haven't seen it, yeah. Yeah, well, the best one is the John Lithgow season, in my opinion. Matt Damon will feature in this film. Uh, Matthew McConaughey will be hot off um, an Oscar nomination, I believe, and will become a very hot property because he is doing more serious films now and, uh, I think, taking acting much more seriously than he ever has before. So uh, we'll see how much Christopher Nolan can push Matthew McConaughey in this film. We've also got Wes Bentley... Topher Grace and uh, Michael Caine who of course has featured in many um, Christopher Nolan films and look I like time travel type films this one's going to be sci-fi heavy uh, wormholes and gravity fields and so forth 
this kind of science and stuff, um, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see up on screen. Interstellar is a fascinating title. This is, you know, the confidence of completing the Batman trilogy. This is going to be uh, his new inception, isn't it? Well, this, yeah, Soderbergh cannot miss, as I said. And that's a little joke because the guy... You mean po- Nolan, of course. Christopher Nolan. Um, <laughs> Post-insomnia uh, has come out with hit after hit after hit and they all seem original they all seem fresh takes and they just seem he just seems to know exactly what audiences want and he knows exactly what he's doing while keeping that artistic credibility um i think he's fantastic uh, i can't remember which there was some producer that spotted him that knew that he was going to be awesome or a director that said yeah this this kid's got it make sure and he look he made sure that he made um, insomnia and then got through i can't remember his name but um yeah they spotted him like really early in his career and they prospered greatly (laughs) and look this is one of those things where i say christopher nolan's new film will be great and this seems like a no-brainer you know what i mean um i've been talking with lloyd about christopher nolan since memento yeah dave spotted him a long time ago he kept going interested yeah his career and since memento guys like he spotted since memento and i didn't accept i thought i you know this he got lucky with the flashback like story until i saw insomni i went okay he's pretty good (laughs) yeah it was just fascinating and obviously um that's that's a whole different kettle of fish here this is he we've watched him grow and the fact that he's done sci-fi and it seems like he can do no wrong at this point um it gives everyone confidence in interstellar and a lot of people have probably heard about it if you're a fan of christopher nolan you definitely would have um you can look more into this as more details come out online i'm fascinated to see how this is going to look whether it looks like inception whether it looks like you know a previous kind of uh sci-fi incarnation of something i mean it's hard to know what you're getting with a wormhole gravity yeah you know teleportation kind yeah. of vibe um we'll see what happens it's it's interesting christopher nolan he's such a big michael mann fan like on the an interview is going on about the dark knight and how the robbery at the start it was like a big uh inspiration from heat but directed by Michael Mann, and even the guy with the shotgun shooting people starred in Heat, one of the pivotal role, roles as mm. um, Wygant. Yeah, it was fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this one, but I, I don't think I'm the only one. Uh, Christopher Nolan is very proven now at the box office, and, yeah. and uh, I hope... He draws a name like Spielberg, doesn't he? Almost. Yeah, I mean, Spielberg is not choosing films... Um, that connect to this generation perhaps he seems to be aging with his films I mean Lincoln for example uh, was maybe critically acting you know uh, there were a lot of things people liked about it but it wasn't like uh, this is a different niche isn't it where sci-fi cool kind of audience uh, big box office is what it's going to translate as you know this is going to be that multi hundreds of millions of dollars kind of return you know Mm. because not only are people going to want to see this cast, it's a very clever cast. This could be, this film could be like uh, interdimensional, um, parallel worlds. Um, this could see some elements of not necessarily time travel, but when you have uh, wormholes and so forth, and people can read into Kip Thorne's work further and, and you know speculate. And yeah. people are speculating on message boards and things like that cool. about this film. 
I'm happy to wait and see what I'm provided with yeah. in, in That's trailers. That's the best way, yeah. and, and I'm looking forward to... I don't want to read too much into this. That's the best way to see a movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Interstellar... Uh, I'm very much looking forward to, and that's the point of this podcast. Lloyd, let's move on to your first We haven't done... My favourite director of all time, just get this out of the way, is Michael Mann. Um, I love his films, I love his world, I love his characters, and he hasn't made a film since Public Enemies in 2009, which I thought was a great film starring Johnny Depp. He's recently been working on a film called Cyber, which is about... Um, that's the working title of it, so we don't know if that's going to actually be the title of the movie. And it's in post-production as we speak. I don't know the stars, sorry. <laughs> but um, obviously with Michael Mann, he's going to get whoever he wants. Like He's very respected in the film industry. As I said, Christopher Nolan's a huge fan. Most people in TV, like there's a joke, they all got coffee mugs with Michael Mann's phone number attached to it. Like <laughs> the writers of The Shield, they're like, oh yeah, Michael Mann's the best because of his work in Miami Vice and how that changed um, TV and stuff like that. But Cyber is about the uh, criminal world of hacking and things like that like cyber crimes and obviously with Michael Mann's body of work it's with Thief, Heat, um, The Insider, Manhunt he's always done films that are about crimes but he's done it with such real life drama that it looks almost like a documentary like it feels like it's so researched and real I was about to say he sort of over researches all over way over the top like uh, yeah exactly and so it'll be interesting to see his take in this modern world of computers and that is the let's face it the where everything's headed like online so the new criminals are these faceless entities that are just going to come in take bank account details and stuff so I can't wait to see Michael Mann's take in this world so it'll be pretty cool Mm. Definitely, definitely one to watch. He did uh, Collateral as well, didn't he? Yeah, with uh, Tom Cruise. And that, that, I reckon Tom Cruise is fantastic in that. <laughs> and Jamie Foxx, yeah. I don't know why I think this, but I can't remember if it was Nolan as a producer on that or whether or not it was, um, yeah, maybe the director of uh, Shawshank was a producer on that one. I can't remember. I just have this image in my head of the poster. Uh, uh, we've never done a Michael Mann film on the podcast so I'm really looking forward to hoping this is a good success and we we can do a podcast on it just so I can get a talk about Michael Mann's career <laughs> interesting you just brought up um, Collateral everyone credits uh, Michael Mann with bringing Jamie Foxx as a high level respected actor I thought it was Oliver Stone with Any Given Sunday surely he did an amazing role in that no, no, no. probably easier to be a, a football player though than uh... well possibly but they credit <laughs> Ali him playing the junkie um, yeah. in that as yeah. as his wow he can act you know well, I thought he was fantastic in Any Given Sunday Oliver Stone I'm backing you buddy <laughs> I'm sure we'll get some Oliver Stone on this hey, podcast he too. favorited one of my tweets and retweeted it so <laughs> yeehaw <laughs> and as you can see that does mean a lot to Lloyd <laughs> <laughs> all right my next film is called uptown saturday night and this film is very much in development so uh they've got a cast which is ever-changing um this is based on a 1974 film and so if they get it made for 2014 you know it'll be 40 years since the original and the original was bill cosby and Sidney poitier and uh the remake of course, they've got Denzel Washington, the Sydney Poitier of our time, mm. and uh, the Bill Cosby of our time, if you will, <laughs> is Will Smith um, currently. So what I find interesting about this is the premise is I feel good enough to have com- comedy value because this seems a comedy. Um, the premise is that they sneak out to go to this fancy nightclub, and when they're at this nightclub, uh, they get their wallets stolen, the place is robbed, their wallets are stolen, and in one of the wallets was a winning lottery ticket. 
And um, the winning lottery ticket, I'm guessing it belonged to the Bill Cosby character, but I haven't seen the original, um, just based on something I read. Uh, and they have to try and get it back. So you can see a Denzel and Will uh, Smith film where they get their wallet stolen, they need to get their lottery ticket back, perhaps to get out of the situation they're in or whatever the case may be. The reason that I like this is because right now in development, the attached director is Adam McKay, and he is the director of Anchorman and uh, a trusted kind of Apatow uh, link in the, yeah, basically easy to see how this can be a very successful comedy um, in these hands, you know what I mean? And it's a case of whether or not the cast remains. I think Denzel can be very funny. I think Will Smith is obviously very funny. He's got a comedic background. He's done a lot of comedy films. And it'd be great to see Will Smith in something that isn't sci-fi, Last Man on Earth, or After Earth, or, you know, I Am Legend type thing. Um, yeah, and I think the pairing with Denzel could be could be amazing. Have they ever done a movie together? Not to my knowledge. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess... They're both too much ego in the room. <laughs> well, they're, they're both they're both leading men. Yeah. So if they were in a film together, one of them would be supporting, I guess. Yeah. I would love to see that them too. These are two high level actors of our time, African Americans. Yeah. I'd love to see them in a room. It'd be amazing. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Uptown Saturday Night. Early early days, I'm sure. So uh, we move on to your second film. Well, um, because I grew up in the '80s. Well, I was born '83. Uh, I grew up with the big, large action hero stars. So I love Arnie movies. And Arnie, after quitting politics, is now back in form. I heard another Terminator movie's being made and he's going to be in it. And he's come out, he's going to be in Expendables 3. Uh, and he did The Last Stand and stuff like that. Now, these are brainless action movies. And the one I'm mentioning is in the same vein. And it stars one of our favorite actors, Sam Worthington. Uh, it's called <laughs> Sabotage. Can we mention that Sam Worthington, um, we did Man on a Ledge as one oh, of our podcasts. Don't listen to that podcast. We were so mean. <laughs> and Sam Worthington has not been seen very favorably on this podcast. But... That's all we're referencing here. Like we, have, we haven't covered too much of Sam Worthington. I think we've mentioned briefly Terminator Salvation, but I don't think it was very critically of him. Uh, just Man on a Ledge, which we didn't like, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Sam Worthington's in this now. It's a, Arnold Schwarzenegger has this core group of elite Delta Force guys that constantly... I think they're police force or a special unit of the police force, and they take down drugs... Uh, cartels and stuff like that but they stole money or assume the cartels assume they stole a lot of money out of a raid they did and Arnold Schwarzenegger like he's innocent he goes I have no idea what you're talking about now the cartels have put out a contract on them and the cartels are bumping them off one by one so they got to team up together fight the cartels so it's this all-american brute force versus the cartels and I hope it's fun I hope they do this with a degree of intelligence. The trailer's already out, but from what I can see of the trailer, that's a definite no. It's going to be Arnie puts his unit together and takes down this unstoppable cartel force. I just hope I have fun with it, you know, and I'm looking forward to it because I want to get, I want to relive that 80s and 90s. Yeah, my youth through that. I don't think, Arnie looks so old, he's showing his age, you know. <laughs> yes, as well. Um, then, um, it's amazing how relevant they are with, like in terms of how much box office success like like you if we're producing an arnie film right now we're gonna get our money back like uh uh 
Sylvester Stallone just came out with Rocky, you know, Rocky and Rambo, and he's he just made a whole new franchise with the Expendables. He is worth a lot of money, and Arnie's going to come back in the same vein. I feel, I feel. I know. I'm I'm hoping you're right as well. I feel like though he's jumping on a lot of productions and a dangerous amount of repetitive similar and it could hurt films. his yeah sure. his brand i'd like to see him do a comedy i'd like to see arnie as like junior no, i'm just kidding <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i said that that was an awful <laughs> joke <laughs> oh boy <laughs> um i did want to just before we move on mention something lloyd uh one thing that i found in my researching of uh, upcoming films was the amount of sequels that we have coming up or sequels to sequels <laughs> or remakes or reboots <laughs> no no we'll just focus on sequels okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to mention some of these to you I just want to get your gut instinct and reaction I haven't shown these to Lloyd ahead of time it's like a litmus test <laughs> it is a little bit and uh, just a quick segue from what we're doing so um, how do you feel about World War Z 2 World War Z 2 uh, as in the um, sequel to the zombie movie oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's interesting. It made a ton of money. And yeah, it did. They've yeah. announced a sequel. So. And the book, um, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff they can get out of the book. Yeah. Probably. And the way that it ended, spoilers for World War Z, um, you know, it ended in a way that Brad Pitt was approaching uh, the idea that they could defeat this zombie army. Yeah, so we're at the beginning of, of the, the war. war. Yeah. The World War Z. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Yep. Zoolander 2. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, why not? Anchorman 2. Sure. Zoolander 2. Yep. Probably going to be just as funny. Taken 3. Oh, might as well finish it off. I said they will never top Taken 1. Taken 1, great, brilliant action film, one off. They'll never top it. And apparently the second one is garbage. <laughs> we haven't seen that. No, I, I, yeah, I heard so many bad things about it. 300, Rise of an Empire. So okay. it's a prequel to 300, but, you know. Yeah, I don't think Zack... Snyder. Snyder's going to be attached to it. No, no, he isn't. Okay. Yeah, I can't see how that's going to be. <laughs> 22 Jump Street. Okay. As per 21, 21 Jump, Jump Street, Street was the original. 22 Jump Street. Is it going to have... Um, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Really? I enjoyed 15 minutes of it, so... <laughs> so maybe there's another good 15 minutes in there. <laughs> All right. Fast and the Furious 7. I'm so impressed with how that franchise is going because I stopped. Up, hasn't it? I stopped after two. I, I just can't. I get it. They've done a flash and fan thing. They've done it, and it's still going. And each one is a hit. Each one is a hit. It's insane. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. So good on them. Keep doing it. Transformers Four. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Sin City, a dame to die for. I, be, I think I mentioned this in a previous upcoming podcast a long time ago. This has gone through huge production issues, and it's great to finally see it. It is actually coming out. Yeah. Paranormal Activity 5. I haven't seen any of the paranormal activities. <laughs> and Night at the Museum 3. I love Night at the Museum 1. I thought it was fantastic. I haven't seen the second one. I ignored... I've been to that museum as well. It looks nothing like the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved the first one. I I watched it. I can't believe I ignored this. I I thought, oh, this is garbage, you know. And I watched it. This is fantastic. I haven't seen the second one. Channel 10 in Australia plays them both back to back about once a year. So uh, (laughs) there's opportunity to catch it there. (laughs) Anyway, back on point. My next film is called The Double. And uh, this one is directed by... Richard Ayoade, which is, I believe, how you pronounce it. Now, he is Moss from the IT crowd. Um, 
a lot of people going to enjoy seeing him. Uh, he was in The Watch recently. He was the one nobody knew who that was of the fourth one. So there's Ben Stiller, uh, Vince Bourne, Jonah Hill, I believe, and Richard Aoardi. And um, everyone was like, oh, there's that fourth guy. You know, American audiences didn't know him from the IT crowd, so he was just the, the kooky fourth. But he's also a director in his own right. He did a film called Submarine. And The Double is his second film. Uh, it stars Jesse Eisenberg from the Facebook movie, Social Network. Um, Mia Wasikowska, who obviously uh, is Alice in Wonderland. And uh, Chris O'Dowd, who recently in the Sapphires, Australian audiences know him best from that. But um, he as well was in the IT crowd. Now, this is based on a Dostoevsky novella, I believe of the same name. And uh, the double is of Jesse Eisenberg. He runs into a version of himself identical physically. Um, a doppelganger that basically is the opposite to him. He's introverted. This one's extroverted. He's, he's not good with ladies. This one's charming. And the, because of... Um, all of these great qualities in the doppelganger starts to steal his life and his identity and this is like a, a driven to madness uh it's already getting decent like seven plus out of ten type reviews uh, there's only been a few sort of critical reviews out about it it seems to be out around april 2014 in the uk i'm not sure what that translates to for mm. australian audiences because obviously the it crowd uh Richard and Chris O'Dowd are heavily kind of UK audience, so seems like they're going to kind of get it first there. But um, the double, obviously, kind of a fascinating little subject matter. Um, and Jesse Eisenberg, it'll be good to see him play multiple parts. Yeah. Um, and the poster's out. You can catch it on IMDb. It says 93 minutes for the film's duration. And the poster's this interesting kind of shadowy split face of jesse eisenberg i'm just showing lloyd now yeah no it's really good i love the lighting of it as well yeah i think it looks really intriguing like um as a as a film so um we'll see what happens mia vasikowska is a hot property as well at the moment so uh she was in that stoker movie with nicole kidman and you know she's been doing a bunch of good work since she's uh from canberra obviously we're both from canberra as well so there's a little bit of a connection there but um uh, one day maybe we'll have her on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. We'll, um, we'll grill her about everything. <laughs> he said, not really promising that. <laughs> What's your next one, Lloyd? Uh, Chef, by uh, directed by jo- uh, John Favreau. Uh, he also did the Iron Man series. Uh, he also did um, uh, Cowboys and Aliens. I think he's incredibly talented. He's also an actor. Don't forget about Zathura. Or Zathura. Really? He directed that one? Yes. Oh, I thought the film was good. Well, <laughs> this hurts his credibility somewhat but um didn't he also do uh what's the vince vaughn movie swingers yes uh, i think he wrote that one okay and yeah and uh, he's a solid actor as well and uh, i don't know what happened how he got taken off the iron man franchise but this film's like a parody on that like he's um uh, a chef at a restaurant he gets fired and he starts up his own sort of thing while keeping up his own credibility as a chef or something like that but it has those themes and i just thought that was so fascinating because he's also he also was one of the shortlist guys to do um the the new star wars uh series so he didn't get that either went to jj abrams and i think he's an incredibly talented actor and i just can't wait to see this films i know nothing of what happened with the iron man trilogy i know he directed iron man one and two and then somebody else came on board to do the third I think it was one. shane black wasn't it sure yeah the weapon if yeah 
sounds right maybe yeah but i can't recall i haven't seen iron man 3 yeah i haven't seen iron man 3 at all um as well but um yeah so i'm I'm just interested to see like obviously a lot of subtleties will be in this movie and a lot of emotions will be into it and i'd like to read into that and see what that means about what happened yeah okay well uh chef as well has scarlett johansson and okay um you know i love scarlett johansson yeah everyone does <laughs> yeah and I, I could watch her in this you know i can tolerate robert downey jr and anything john favreau throws at us for this <laughs> she's also going to be in uh, don john which is um joseph gordon levitt's directorial debut which has a trailer out and it looks very good as well honorable mention yeah. for it uh, on the podcast yeah <laughs> Um, my next film is another comedy which I'm hoping is uh, sort of this year's big R-rated hit it'll probably be MA in Australia but it looks like it's going to be R-rated in America the film is uh, looks like it's a Seth Rogen film because uh, he and Rose Byrne play a couple with a newborn baby and they face the unexpected difficulty where they're forced to live next to a frat house and uh, the film is called Neighbours and it's looking like May 2014 in the US Um, the cast besides Rose Byrne Australian actress and uh, Seth Rogen you've got Zac Efron who looks like the leader of the frat house Dave Franco James Franco's younger brother obviously um, a breakout star from the final season of Scrubs among other things he was in Now You See Me recently I think he's doing well for himself Jake Johnson is uh, one of the guys from New Girl Nick who's uh, dating Zoe Deschanel's character spoilers for New Girl (laughs) uh then uh, the guy who plays McLovin, Lisa Kudrow's in the film, as well as um, Bobby Moynihan, who's one of the Saturday Night Live guys, and uh, Jason Manzukis, who, uh, a quick shout out, he does an interesting podcast called um, How Did This Get Made, which uh, I listen to from time to time. They pick apart films um, that they believe should never have been made in the first place. Um, he's very funny on a show called The League, and he was in Borat, I believe, oh, okay. as well. He uh, has a thick beard and, like, curly, thick hair. It's hard to uh, describe him, but you might recognize him. He's been in a series of supporting roles. He's very, very funny, but it's very crude, gross-out kind of funny. And in The League, he's particularly good and has this really funny standout episode with Seth Rogen where they're both minor characters who get their own episode so it's this insane episode where they depart from everything uh that the show is about which is a fantasy football league and they take this road trip with jason manzoukas's character and uh, seth rogan's character and they go and get in all these crazy troubles uh it's an insane episode of the league anyway jason manzoukas is very funny and um yeah look uh, i think this film the neighbors could be like i said like the breakout r-rated hit uh it could be the hangover you know uh, if it's sort of done correctly and the director of this is um nicholas stoller who um previously has done get him to the greek as well as forgetting sarah marshall among other things uh there's a good kind of apatow presence there there's um it looks it looks like something i'll watch my wife is a big fan of seth rogan um we watched this is the end and we reviewed it on this podcast so i sort of feel like this is going to be maybe a more mature seth rogan although easy to see him living next to a frat house going and let's say fraternizing you know smoking some weed with these guys or whatever the case may be you can see him getting into hijinks which one's seth rogan uh the main star from this is the end like the knocked up chubby yep. stoner guy yeah um 
Yeah, look, this has a lot of potential. And I think that's sort of what this podcast is about, finding those upcoming gems that you think this could be great. I mean, there've been a few over the course of um, us doing these podcasts uh, that did not live up to the hype. I feel like we might do a recap one at some point where we discuss those films that we thought were going to be great. And what happened and why. And and why they maybe weren't as great as they could be. Uh, We did recently talk about About Time, uh, which was one film I was looking forward to, time travel film, but uh, didn't quite land the way that we hoped. And and there's a lot of, you know, there's a podcast you can find, uh, one of our recent ones, I think it was episode 73, Mm. that, um, you know, details that film more. But uh, if we don't cover off on a film that we've been talking about in upcoming films, Mm -hmm. then um, we might do one that just discusses them all in some brief way uh let's move on to your second last i didn't research this film heavily but it's another david cronenberg film and i usually always mention a david cronenberg film when we do this Uh, it's called map to the stars the reason i picked this one because i always see it on his imdb map to the stars his next project pre-production announced and then he moves on to another project like something else has moved there this one, when I looked at it, it said post-production. So I'm assuming it's all been shot. We're in editing mode now. That so I would seem... like to see it. Uh, at the moment, I really don't want to look up what's it about or who's in it or anything like that. I want to see this movie completely fresh. Like I, like I just want David Cronenberg to surprise me. And I feel like I'm in a good position with this one because you know there's been such a build-up but it's been on his imdb i think for almost a decade i'm serious like you always see map to the stars being made and then he moves on to eastern promises or whatever i'm a huge fan of cronenberg i think he's super intelligent i think his films are very original and i look forward to each of them they're a hit and miss uh we had a big podcast dangerous uh, method which you you guys can check out um he also recently uh, made a film with twilight star i can't robert pattinson called cosmopolis um hit and miss with that film but they're all you can't take this away they're all extremely intelligent and unique and original films i don't think it's going to spoil anything for you but uh, robert pattinson is also in this one. Oh, I, really Matt i don't stars. think he's the lead okay sure yeah um, but yeah he he is in he's found film. his new vigo mortensen because vigo mortensen has been like three of his films <laughs> yeah so we'll we'll see about that one uh, as details you know pop up two more guys one each mine final film that i feel the need to mention it's called Birdman. And uh, look, this is a comedy, and it stars Michael Keaton, who I've always hoped would come back. I think he's completely underrated. Come back in some amazing way, you know. Batman's um, still my favourite Batman. He's my, always, always my favourite Batman. <laughs> whereas for me, I believe it is Bale. Um, he is a former movie star who once played a superhero. Doesn't that sound familiar, Lloyd? <laughs> He tries to make a comeback on the stage with Zach Galifianakis, who is the bearded man from Hangover, people will know him as. <laughs> or Between Two Ferns, for you funny or die folk. He plays the producer of the Broadway play in which Edward Norton and Naomi Watts are also fellow actors. Um, look, the director of this, and I cannot pronounce his name, but it is Alejandro Gonzalez Inaratu. Uh, he's the director of um, Babel as well as 21 Grams. So yeah. Very competent Incredibly director. Incredibly talented director. You know, and in his hands, you can imagine this working. Also, uh, Emma Stone's in the film. I believe she plays the daughter of Michael Keaton. So maybe not a big role. Uh, this one has wrapped, though. Like, development-wise, they finished shooting. So you can see this one's going to be... choice. Going to be coming out in the pipeline. I can't so, wait, yeah. Yeah, so um, what I love about this is that it's going to have that layer of 
Michael Keaton's kind of washed up, people haven't seen him for a while, this can be relaunching his career in a way. You know, he used to play a superhero, which obviously is not going to be Batman, but maybe there'll be some kind of referencing of how he used to be a superhero without specifically naming what I hope they don't make him like a joke, like how Adam West is a joke now because he used to play sure. Batman. Yeah, sure. I hope because he's very respectable. I think he's an incredible actor. It's amazing that we live in an age where all the Batman are still alive, <laughs> first of all. Um, but yeah, this this has enough of a supporting cast the strength of this director as well i feel like it's going to be taken very seriously it is comedy though so it is going to be one of those cases where maybe zach galifianakis runs away with it he seems like breakout you know star maybe michael keaton plays it down i don't know it could go horribly wrong wasn't michael keaton brilliant the other guys yes wasn't he one of the most funniest characters you've ever seen i love it when they're whispering they're fighting at the funeral and he goes come on guys you gotta go <laughs> you know? yeah look michael keaton deserves a comeback i think and um look quentin tarantino is not going to give it to him. <laughs> somebody needs he did to... with uh, jackie brown but it wasn't you know a main role no, he, he did play a brief role and he was also in out of sight he played the same character because it's an elmer Leonard novel um, yeah, I'm a big fan of um, Michael Keaton. Good choice, by the way. Oof. Cheers. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up with one more, Lloyd. Uh, for those of you internet fans, Red Letter Media is uh, coming out with a documentary called Doc of the Dead. I don't think they're making it, but they've got a huge hand in producing it. Red Letter Media, famous for the Star Wars reviews, um, 1, 2, and 3s, you know, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, and all that. They also have a series called Half in the Bag, where they review movies. I think they're very brilliant, very talented guys. I love their show. And so this, it's, it's called Doc of the Dead. Uh, I think that might be a working title but it's basically about document uh, it's basically a documentary about zombies in popular culture so that'll be pretty interesting because over the last decade maybe 15 years actually we've seen this huge onslaught of zombies in um, tv shows walking dead movies um just name one warm bodies <laughs> on and on and on and of course video games uh, so zombies have become this huge icon or this huge phenomena in all of our medium and you know it's just something they're on the rise again they're on the yeah <laughs> good good choice of words <laughs> um so i'll be very fascinated to see this documentary by red led media who are big movie fanatics and their take on on this phenomena so it'll be really interesting what will be interesting to me is uh, to see what you guys think. So um, we've obviously released some films we're looking forward to. We'd love to hear from you and see what films you're looking forward to. Maybe you're hanging out for X-Men Days of Future Past, just like me. Uh, we've already talked about that on a previous one, so that's a good example of one that just like just hasn't come out yet. You know what I mean? But um, you can tweet at us using the hashtag PMIYC for Podme if you can. Um, you can find our Facebook page through our podcast, which is www.podmeifyoucan.com. Um, and if you're getting us through iTunes, obviously we'd love you to write some feedback and so forth there. Uh, rate the podcast if you have a chance. Um, but we do take requests through the Facebook page. So um, if uh, there's a film you're looking forward to in 2014 and beyond, if there's something that you're sitting there going, this is the film I want you guys to be talking about, drop us a line because we do uh, take those seriously and uh, we appreciate hearing from you guys. Um, Lloyd, obviously, lots there to, to sink our I teeth into wait. Yeah, in the coming awesome. year. And um, yeah, we'll definitely indulge ourselves with movies as uh, <laughs> 2014 commences. Yep. All right, guys, uh, thanks very much for listening and we'll uh, talk to you on the next one. All the best, guys. Thanks, Eves.